in their worlds and affect your minds and hearts as only great stories can. The value of studying stories like the ones we will be studying is in the simple fact that they transport our imaginations. They heighten our senses and consciousness and yield insight, knowledge, and we hope, wisdom. What discipline, really other than fiction, combines nearly every other area of knowledge in its study and also provides a reality that many believe to be superior in its overall effects on what we normally believe reality to be? We read and interpret stories to enter into the exciting life of the mind and to see. As the poet Adrian Rich said, what we see, we see, and seeing is changing. Let's have a brief look at the short story and its history, the arc of the stories we will be studying, and a consideration of how we interpret meaning and evaluate fiction. Edgar Allan Poe defined the short story generally as not being as long as a novel or a novella, or what at one time later on would be called a novelette. In other words, short enough to read and absorb in a single setting. Short stories can be anywhere up to around 15,000 words if you're word counting, but defining a short story is a little bit like, well, the idea of putting jello on a tree. But a short story should grab you, should engage you, rivet you into what Gabriel Rossetti called a moment's monument. You read stories, usually one at a time, and if they are great or even good, they keep you reading right up until the end. J.D. Salinger, the famed author of The Catcher in the Rye, once said he was a dash man and not a long-distance runner, though he did write one short novel during his career before turning to collections of short stories. Short story writers run the dash, but novelists are the long-distance runners. Short fiction has a long pedigree, a history of the tale going back to oral narratives and oral storytelling, and oral history, but also located in myths and biblical stories, and the anecdotes of ancient Rome. They have their origins also in fables, folktales with moral exempla built in like Aesop, who gave us such famous fables as the tortoise and the hare. Western and European stories and tales have their origins in poetic forms of the 14th century, such as Chaucer's Canterbury Tales and Boccaccio's Decameron. We'll see in a number of the short fiction writers who we'll be discussing, works of short fiction that, like the Decameron and the Canterbury Tales, fit into larger works. There are stories that are read and taught as stories that are, in fact, part of the much broader canvas of a novel, but that can nevertheless stand alone as short stories. The modern short story bloomed in the 19th century with the market created by journals and magazines, often shocking or horror stories like the grim fairy tales or German tales of shock and horror. In the United States, these were the stories of Washington Irving, the most famous being the ones about the legendary headless horseman of Sleepy Hollow and the tale of Rip Van Winkle, who falls asleep when King George is ruling the colonies and wakes up 20 years later to the visage of General George Washington. Short fiction appeared and flourished nearly simultaneously in the United States and Russia. It flourished later in France, where Poe was greatly admired, and later still in the British Empire, where big novels, often serialized, held sway. In Ireland and in German-speaking Europe, where medium-length novellas had been more the norm for short fiction. The trajectory of storytelling as we look at the masters of two centuries, moves from simple, highly plotted tales to increasing realism, putting the mirror up to nature, and then to forms of experimentation and an increased opening up in fiction to the complexities of modern life, psychological, racial, ethnic, sexual, and identity-based. That is, there's a movement from realism to modernism, from realism with some elements of the allegorical or moral tale, the fabulous tale, based on myth and fable, and the surreal tales built from the unconscious mind. Two more modernist stories, both steeped in realism or built on fabulism and parable, myth, self-reflexivity, autobiography, or history. 
Voices change as writers open up to younger voices, ethnicity, and gender. And what we see in the evolution of short fiction masterpieces is a changing canon. That's the established body of what is deemed to be great literature. And a changing marketplace that is increasingly cross-cultural, cosmopolitan, and global. The key to understanding stories is often vested in what we call intertextuality. Stories building on other stories through the progression of time, and many of them continuing to possess within them related themes and ideas and similar elements of expression, such as the use of allegory. We also see stories that draw us in by making us wonder what is coming next to stories that have more to do with characters being revealed or revealing themselves, stories that leave things out and stories that include pointed details and small observations, stories that are more like drama, as we'll see in the great storyteller Chekhov, who was also a dramatist, and stories that are well, more like poetry, even up to and including.